You're listening to Mid-Lease Rent Hikes Surprise Affordable Housing Tenants by Brandon Duong. On June 1st, David woke up to find that during the night, someone had taped a notice to his door. It told him his rent was going to be $150 higher starting next month. Quote, This rent increase is being initiated as a result of the most recent United States Department of Housing and Urban Development publication of rental guidelines, which have authorized the increase of rent amounts based upon an increase of the average median income for this area. End quote. The notice read. Although rent increases aren't uncommon in affordable housing developments like the one David lives in, what is surprising is that his rent was raised in the middle of his lease. Quote, we weren't expecting a rent increase. For the cost of living we have, we weren't prepared, end quote, David says through an interpreter. David is not the tenant's real name. Shelterforce agreed to conceal the tenant's identities because of concerns about potential retaliation from landlords. David and his family lives at The Fields at Cascades, a 320-unit affordable housing development in Loudoun County, Virginia, that was built using the Low-Income Housing Tax Credit Program. This development is set to lose its affordability requirements entirely in 2025. Both David, who works at a restaurant, and his wife work full-time, but even with their combined incomes, the family struggles to pay all its bills. Quote, I have three young kids and it's really hard to be able to afford rent. My wife and I both work, and we have to work in shifts so that we don't have to pay for babysitters, end quote, David says. David isn't the only one facing mid-lease rent increases. A few miles away, tenants reported experiencing the same issue at another Litech property called Potomac Station. Quote, until the month of June, I paid $1,884, end quote, says Edward, a tenant living at the 150-plus unit property. Edward also isn't the real tenant's name. Shelterforce agreed to conceal his identity as well. Quote, in July, I started paying $2,082. Apart from that, I pay $50 for laundry plus water, electricity, and gas, end quote. Edward emphasizes that even though the $182 increase in rent happened in July, his apartment's lease doesn't end until December. Shelterforce reached out to CRC companies, the owners of Potomac Station, and Jerry Lynch, the owners of the fields at Cascades, but neither returned our request for comment. Edward lives with his nephew, his wife, and a woman who shares the rent with them. He's a maintenance worker at a nearby mall while his wife works in a restaurant. He says the rent increase has put a heavy burden on the household. He no longer can afford to visit the doctor for his hypertension and high cholesterol. Quote, I felt really bad because we haven't had any raises where we're working, and I wasn't sure how we're going to pay this rent increase, end quote, he says. Sophia Syed, an organizer with New Virginia Majority, says the two apartment complexes in Loudoun County, where David and Edward live, house nearly 500 residents, but there may be other LIHTC developments in the area where mid-lease rent increases have also occurred. As a result, quote, We have heard of people who are deciding to leave the apartments, also people who are just deciding to relocate out of the area in general, end quote, Syed says. Typically, one of the main benefits of a lease is knowing you have your rent locked in for the duration of the contract, but the mid-lease rent hikes in these LIHTC properties are possible because of something called an escalator clause. These are provisions in leases that allow affordable housing providers to raise rents if HUD income limits change, even if those changes occur in the middle of the lease. Under the rules of the LIHTC program, escalator clauses are allowed. Income limits rose sharply. In April, HUD published its updated income limits for 2022. These income limits determine both eligibility for LIHTC units and the maximum rent that an owner can charge a LIHTC tenant. HUD calculates these limits by applying an inflation rate measure to the most recent American Community Survey data, in this case, 2019. 
Given historically high inflation rates, 99% of U.S. counties saw a substantial increase in income limits and therefore allowable rent this year, even though income growth has not kept up with growth in expenses for most lower-income households. Nearly 60% of renters who participated in a new Freddie Mac survey reported increases in rent within the last 12 months, with one in three renters witnessing increases of 10% or more. Meanwhile, only 38% of renters surveyed say they've received a raise at their jobs. HUD does put a cap on how much income limits can increase in a year, and this year it changed how that cap was calculated, possibly to moderate the effect of such a large jump. Even with that change, however, the increase is substantial. In Loudoun County, Virginia, where Edward and David live, the income limits increased by 10.1% since last year. Communities of color are feeling a disproportionate impact of inflation. According to a new poll by NPR, the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, and Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health, 58% of Black and Native American families reported not having enough emergency savings to cover at least one month of their expenses, compared to 53% of Latino adults and 36% of white adults. The hardships inflicted by this recent increase in inflation are exacerbated by unexpected mid-lease rent increases. HUD distances itself from rent increases. Amid high inflation, housing providers may feel that they need to adjust rents to cope with increased costs of operations. However, raising rents in the middle of a tenant's lease with only 30 days notice levies a tremendous hardship on already financially precarious households. The tension between these two realities were reflected this year on the data portal where the new income limits are housed. HUD published a note on that portal when it released the new income limits in April 2022, clarifying that HUD does not administer the LIHTC program and, quote, has no control over how LIHTC rents are set and has has not required or suggested rent increases, end quote. However, it added, quote, HUD continues to encourage property owners to exercise compassion with respect to tenants affected by the COVID-19 pandemic and would be surprised that an owner would be so out of step with the moment in which we are living to raise rents at this time, end quote. It seems that statement might have been too strong for some LIHTC property owners. Sometime between June and August 2022, according to the Internet Archive, the last sentence of that note was changed to read instead, quote, to the extent that owners increase rents, given the purpose of the LIHTC is to keep units affordable, HUD encourages owners to increase them no more than what is needed to keep pace with rising costs and recognize that to promote housing stability, incremental increases are easier for tenants to absorb than sudden significant increases, end quote. Who regulates escalator clauses? There's very little information on how prevalent escalator clauses are in LIHTC developments across the country. State housing agencies, which are tasked with regulating state LIHTC programs, rarely, if ever, make rules overseeing the use of escalator clauses. Qualified allocation plans, which are documents that lay out states' and localities' priorities in distributing low-income housing tax credits, rarely penalize their use. Can this be fixed in retrospect? Whether a state agency has the authority to impose new regulations on existing projects, quote, depends on a variety of factors, end quote, says Marco Segura, a staff attorney at the National Housing Law Project. Quote, these procedural factors vary from state to state, so it's hard to offer a hard and fast rule on state agency authority to regulate rent increases in existing LIHTC properties, end quote. However, Segura says there may be another way. Quote, the authority of a state legislator to regulate LIHTC rents is more straightforward, end quote, he says. If the legislature passes such a regulation, the only question would be whether it is constitutional. Quote, regulations limiting rent increase frequency and amount do not prohibit an owner from charging max LIHTC rent, only the pace at which an owner arrives at that ceiling, and thus will not have a significant economic effect on LIHTC owners, at least in theory, end quote, says Segura. Quote, this makes it likely that such a regulation will survive constitutional scrutiny, end quote. That's how a lease works. 
In July, Syed and residents met with the owners of the fields at Cascades, and the owners pledged that moving forward they would only increase rents once a year. However, Syed stressed the need for increased oversight over these types of mid-lease rent hikes, especially in affordable housing developments. Quote, whenever a tenant signs a lease with a landlord, the assumption is that the lease, and the rent amount in it, is valid for the term that they signed it for, end quote, says Syed. Quote, that's the kind of across-the-board basic assumption of how a lease works. It feels very unjust that the only places where this is allowed are in these affordable housing complexes because the population that is least able to handle an unexpected midterm rent increase is the one being subjected to them. We really need better protections for tenants at affordable housing properties, legal protections at the state level, at the federal level, to prevent this kind of surprise rent increase in the middle of the term." End quote. For more in-depth coverage of housing and community development issues, check out our website at shelterforce.org.